In today's episode, I spoke with Vic, the WordPress nurse, and we had a fantastic conversation about all of the things that happen behind WordPress and exactly what it is she does and how she helps businesses and how she can help you get the most from WordPress and deliver a great website. I hope you enjoy the episode. I really enjoyed talking to Vic. Good afternoon. Welcome to the David Watson podcast. How are you today? Oh, I thought you? you were talking to your audience. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's a recording. It's a recording. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good. Yeah, I'm, I've am i got my head full of jobs and different things, as I always do, but um, I'm calm with it. <laughs> One of the things when I was looking at your website that fascinated me is because you call you, the WordPress nurse and um, on Google and stuff or LinkedIn, especially it's a WP nurse. Where did the idea come up to attach it to medical? Because you actually have the the hospital, the care, the clinic, A&E, maternity. And I thought that was genius because it's just like, I honestly could almost in my mind see myself walking around a WordPress hospital. Is it, do you know I mean? it was very visual for me and I was wondering where that came from um well the idea I'd been doing basically what I do now for several years but I found it impossible to explain to people what I was doing if I was in a networking meeting or something and then I was given the name by a lovely lady in a networking group I was in who just I kind of stumbled through my um my kind of one minute as I always do nobody knew what I did and then she said oh you should call yourself the WordPress nurse and then I thought that sounded like a genius idea for a name and then I took that to um the kind of creative and marketing power group at another networking group told them the name and they just ran with it and everyone was going oh yeah you could have a maternity unit you could have a and and that genius at that point it really is because at that point it became so easy to tell people what I do. As long as they know what WordPress is, I only have to say my business. And then people with WordPress sites are my customer, really. So, you know, but I, you know, I've had work from WhatsApp groups where they've said, Oh, introduce yourself. And I say, Oh, I'm the WordPress nurse. And somebody will say, Oh, I need you. <laughs> Because that that is it's like I said is when I was first looking at the website and you know you have your standard the home the about and contact and but then there's this bit about the clinic the um A and E care and maternity and it suddenly kind of made everything in my mind three D as if I could walk around and go down the corridor for my WordPress problems. And I, I was just, as, and do you know when, I don't know if this happens to you, but you, you're looking at something and you suddenly realise where you've gone with, with something that was a really simple idea and you've turned it into this big imaginary world in your own head. I mean, it might just be me, but. Oh, it isn't just you. <laughs> and that's where I was with your website, just, just by when I was just scanning around it. And I was just, oh, this is actually absolutely genius. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've, you've kind of really got it there david because that is um you know like i would like to say yeah that was my genius idea and i developed it and i did build the website for it but yeah the development of it was there was a village involved yeah. <laughs> in the development of it i mean but that actually does relate to what you do doesn't it because everybody um i i mean i remember because i looked this up because um WordPress uh, was originally launched in 2003, May 2003. And then later, I think it was in November to the general, sort of kind of to the general public that anybody could have access to it. And the, the very first WordPress uh, websites were really simple. They, they, they were really, I mean, because I used to have one. And then I, I don't know at what point it was, but it wasn't, you know, it'd be around about sort of 2008, 2009 suddenly things had changed and you needed a bit of a skill set you know and it's like oh i've, I've got yeah. out here i've got a little bit behind and i remember ordering a book for like it was supposed to be simple wordpress 
and it it was it was like six inches thick. And I was just <laughs> like, oh, I've got myself into a bit of a trouble here because I'm not, you know, I, I'm not that um, sort of computer literate in the sense of um, understanding, you know, well, WordPress and, and all the little plugins and everything that go along with it. And so, how did it develop for you? Um, I was using it. I was actually a photographer. Yep. Um, and I had used it to build myself a website, and then I'd built a couple of other websites for friends, and I'd built a new website for myself. Um, and I'd learnt it by basically banging my head against the computer you know it is really complex like you said it started off as a blogging software and it just kind of ballooned um then I ended up teaching it oh, yeah. <laughs> um and that was that was how I actually realized because one minute it was a really confusing piece of software that I was desperately trying to use myself to build things and through having to teach it suddenly it kind of opened up my knowledge of it and I kind of stuck my head into it and I thought oh well you could actually do anything with this if you knew what to do and that I mean that was several years ago but it has you know it's really really ballooning even more now it's really just the kind of outer structure for a whole ecosystem of different softwares that people put into it so it's a beautiful, complex subject. Well, because it is. And so when you were teaching it, were there some sort of common pain points that you find with your customers still today? Um, as far as using it is concerned. Using it, developing it, confusion around what it can do. Um, I think one pain point especially at the moment is what i just mentioned is the fact that when you say wordpress you're not talking about a single piece of software you're talking about an ecosystem yeah. so people might say oh I've, I've got this wordpress site but then their problem is with divi or elementor or a plugin or you know some other bit of software that is just kind of plugged into it so i think that's you know if you if you um if you've got someone who knows Squarespace or, I don't know, Outlook or, or Word or some other piece of software and you become an expert in it, yeah, then you know it, you know, but that's not, that's not what it's like for me. And for my clients, they might have maybe had a WordPress site before and now they've had another one built and it is utterly different. Yeah, I mean, I, I found that because I've had Wix sites is it Squareface, Squarebox? I've had WordPress. Squarespace. Is it Squarespace? Is it? I've had various interactions with all of them at a very limited level. And like I said, I think when I first used, first time I ever used WordPress was back in the days when it was a, a very accessible um, blogging site for writing. And I used to just kind of just write whatever was on my mind on that day. Um, and the, yeah, and then it, it it turned into like you say the, a completely and it evolved, didn't it, into to an ecosystem, and it, and mm. with that there became all of this sophistication, and people like like you said, you either banged your head against the wall figuring it out, or you drifted away, and mm. it's so. What are the things? Are there many things that people are surprised about now by how what you can use WordPress for? Um, I I don't think people are surprised now because people don't talk. People, it's not seen as a blogging software now. No, you know, so people who are coming into that, you know, people mainly or often they'll have something like a Wix or Squarespace site that they've built themselves, and then then they think, oh, I want a proper word, a proper website. And they think, oh, right, now I'm ready for a WordPress site, as if it's kind of you start off in the nursery with Squarespace and things, and then <laughs> you graduate into a WordPress site, and that's like the proper website, which which that isn't the whole truth of it, is it? That's, that's one way that you can make a proper website. But it's so, so popular and widely used that it's almost synonymous with kind of having a grown-up website. Do you know what I mean? It's it, it was the first global 
software in terms of the where people could it encouraged people to build their own as far as i remember i don't remember mm. anyone else being before them and so when what do when when somebody because you build websites as well for people don't you with wordpress mm -hmm. so yeah. what what do people need to be aware of when they're sort of not aware of that's probably the wrong way of saying it. but I, i'm coming to you and i i we can assume which is probably quite true that i've no idea what i want what, what's useful for you to know when somebody comes to you with an idea that i have a business and i, I want a, a, a website the number one thing that i need to know is what do you actually want the website to do why do you need it what is its job as it, you know if it was an employee what would its job description be and until somebody knows that, then they really, they're going to be lost in a website project. So, so the function of it, what, you, what you're hoping it will yeah. achieve when people... Yeah, and for some, for some businesses, that's really obvious. I'm selling candles. Yeah. I want people to buy my candles online. But for a lot of businesses, it's kind of, well, are you showcasing yourself or is your number one goal for people to join your mailing list? Or is it for them to follow along with you, with your blog, for you know, and get to know you and then buy from you? You know, or are you actually, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of different things that a website could do. Yeah, because I can imagine that people, you know, and I've definitely been guilty of this myself, is I just like, well, I, I, I want a website for my business. And somebody, and then you're like, well, what do you want it to do? It's like, well, and it's... I think the question sometimes is well what are they supposed to do mm -hmm. yeah and it's a, i mean it really a, it can be anything can't it from just a brochure like you've got an online version of a leaflet that you'd flick through or it could be your shop yeah or it could be your broadcasting channel or you know it could be just a, a, a funnel where you're collecting people I, I like that idea actually what you just said it's that's really helpful because yeah, it's, it could be just like a leaflet if you're trying to just a leaflet for your business, like like an old fashioned flyer. It's you know because the shops are always if people want to shop that that's kind of almost self explanatory. They they say oh I, I want to sell online, um, but yeah I like I like the 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 leaflet concept of no this is you know this is my, the I want a a virtual sort of uh, leaflet for my business. Yeah, so, so people want to know who you are, and you get you give them a link instead of a leaflet. Have you found your background in photography helpful in designing these websites? Um, yeah, immensely, particularly um, when it comes to optimizing images to put on websites, um, because the, in digital photography, which I also was teaching, you know, there's a there's there's quite a deep knowledge needed that that connects with how you would um display them really well for the web because there's a lot of you know for instance not having the file sizes too big but having the images looking good and having them the right width of the page um all of that that's really useful and then obviously because i'm from a visual background that helps with the design of the sites Although I'm actually not, you know, I'm not a, a graphic designer. And in, a, in an ideal world, I would work with a graphic designer on the actual look of the site, even though I'm from a visual background. But yeah, that certainly helps. Well, that's because, I mean, the, the thing about photography that's, that's always fascinated me is that um, the difference between... One thing I've noticed of all passionate photographers is they can see a shot that no one else notices. And and mm. you, you know what I mean? It's and it's not a, like a a Pinterest sunset or anything like that. That they can they can make a nail look interesting. It's just as a, yeah. a, a mountain landscape. They, they see that something in that square space that. And you're going around with that square. Oh, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah that, that. <laughs> you're going around with that square in front of you the whole time. Sometimes an imaginary square, and you're kind of you're looking at things like, oh, oh, that would look good. Yeah. <laughs> it, is that that's that must transfer over to the to wordpress is that you must as you're developing see something before it's there yes yeah 
Yeah. And also if you're, even if you're not creating the thing and you're looking at different ways to solve it, that kind of troubleshooting process, which is probably my main skill, that, that, that's a similar kind of thing. Oh, how would it look for, from this angle? Or could I look up at it maybe? Or could I get rid of that bit and put that bit in? It's conceptually a sort of similar thing. Yeah, no, no, because that, that, that's, that's, cause that's what I mean is, is th- there's always transference of skills, I find, across developments and departments and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's amazing how many of these things interlock with each other which is why yeah. they transfer so well. So you just said something there about um, troubleshooting. What are, the, are there any common points for, that you come across with when, when you're asked, like if, if I went to you with an A&E approach? <laughs> um, the, the very, very first thing I would say to you if you came to my A&E department is, is everything up to date? Is all the software in your site up to date? I would say that is the number one reason that sites break, is that thing, everything isn't, and I, then I they'll know. go, oh, My answer would be, I, I went in there a few years ago. <laughs> that, that would be me. I went in there a few years ago. I didn't understand what was on, going on, so I just yeah. turned it off. Yeah, and 80% of the time, if you get everything updated um, and kind of fix all the little thing well sometimes there are little conflicts that happen between the different bits of software but nine eight times out of ten the problem is caused by that that something's on an old version all right because the developers of the little bits of software are constantly fixing the problems with them but obviously if you don't put in the new version then you don't have a fix where does think do things like seo sit now as in sort of levels of importance um the ongoing content seo is really a copywriting job so but the the important things in the actual build of the site are the technical aspects of like it loads really fast it's got a semantic structure like the heading structure is right it there's access for search engines to crawl it it's got the inf- the necessary information about what you do, including the the yeah. tags on the photos and things like that. And th- so then it forms a kind of basis for you to then go on to do your ongoing content SEO. Well, because th- that's um, something interesting, isn't it? Because I'm assuming then, especially when things aren't updated and it comes to like search engines, Google which all of them uh, are changing as, as well as social media plugins, that the minute that your site isn't fully up to date, they're probably getting skimmed over as opposed to being in the algorithm of searches. Um, yeah, definitely. If there's if there are things that um, make them difficult to crawl or difficult to understand by the crawler, which is you know, the crawlers are basically fairly stupid little robots that have one job. Yeah. And if you don't make it really easy for them to understand, then they will just go away. <laughs> you know, they'll kind of bounce off it. So, so when, yeah, I'm trying to think, because like I said, I, I get so confused myself now when I, when I just think about my old WordPress site, which was, you know, over a decade ago. Um, so, when you're approaching, say, a new website, wh- how does that start and what are the layers that build up to a finished product? Um, so first of all, it will be a deep bit of research into the business itself and why why they want a website. As I, you know, as I said before, that's the that's the big question. Once you've got that information then you can go about designing the journey that the customer will take to that goal. And then I I normally ask people for a primary and a secondary goal. So there's a main job the website does, but then if they don't do that thing, like they don't buy your candle or whatever, then what would they do instead? Maybe join my mailing list or, you know, get get in touch with me. So, so there's kind of one big goal and one little goal. So, um, so what, 
Well, so I was going to say, so once you've established the, the, the two, the, the, the main priority and a secondary priority, what, what happens then? Is it because do you need them to do the copywriting? Do you, I mean, do you source pictures? Where, where do you need their input and where do you need to, them to just let you do your, your magic? Um, I'm not a copywriter, so, yeah, they do need to produce the content. Um, I will source pictures from a free agency for them if they like. And the way I normally like to work is um, I will produce the design with um, pictures from a, um, a picture library and dummy text, but not just blah, blah, blah. I'll put this is the section where you'll explain this about yourself. So it's a kind of guided dummy text in it so they can see exactly what the site's going to look like. But then it will be up to them to produce that or find a copywriter to produce it. Yeah. With the images, they can they can keep the stock images that I've chosen if they like, or those can act as a kind of suggestion of, of what I think they should put and so, or what so I think what... they should send me. So once I've got WordPress, I've I've sent I've sent you the content the the text of how I want it. You, you've chosen images. What happens next? Um, I will produce you a design of your homepage, which you will which will have a tiny bit of back and forth about until you say yeah that's great, and then I'll produce the rest of it in that style. And um, you'll have access to to some of the pages to to kind of look at my dummy text and write your own text and things like that. Um, and then, and it is kind of you know, it's most of the visual design um, is what I you know I'll do most of that initially before you even come and look at it, having had a long discussion with you about what you wanted to do. Yeah. So once that's all accepted, then yeah. there's quite a lot of work for me to do in the back to make it all work properly and the back end to do what you wanted to do, like the emails that the site sends you not to go into your spam folder, for instance, or for it to be accessible to people who are using um, tech, you know, different kinds of technology to access a website. Yeah, so I guess so, that comes under like uh, laptops and mobiles, don't it? Because you normally have two different, in is it interfaces or two different views now? Um, well, it's not really two. No, two different views is quite old school. <laughs> yeah, now, exactly. now you have one view that changes itself according to the size and it all kind of collapses down called a responsive website. So it will collapse down to the mobile view. Oh, well. Wow. See, that's how behind I am. <laughs> if you if you get a, a newish looking website up on your big computer, grab the edge of it, drag it across, you'll see the elements kind of <laughs> go into right. place until they're in a mobile format, which is that. that that's quite that's one of the longest and most boring parts of producing a website is to take that design that you've agreed with the client and make sure it looks good on all different devices and with all different browsers. That's, yeah, that's one of the biggest jobs of it. Really. So explain that to people. Because that, that's a very good point, isn't it? You have to make it available on all devices. On all devices and on all browsers, because all browsers um, get up differently. So if you're using an iPhone with Safari on it, there might be slight differences between using it with um, Google, uh, not Chrome, sorry, yeah. on it. You know, so there there are those kind of differences. But then when I when I talk about accessing it with different technology, then there are people who um, are using screen readers because they can't see the content, um, or they can't use a mouse and so they need to scroll through it with the keyboard there's a whole other layer of, of stuff there and you know a large proportion of websites aren't even accessible to people who who need a little bit of extra help to access them like that i do remember think 
and I, somebody might correct me on this in the comments, but WordPress was also one of the first, I don't know if it was um, speakeasy, but to, where you could have a plugin that would read out what you'd written. So for people with harder hearing or something like that, or, mm. or, or uh, were blind. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, that would be a new one on me. Because what, what I know of it is that all that technology is kind of in the browser. Yeah. Or in a special software that people have on their computer. Um, but yeah, I'll have to look that up. I'm sure they were because I remember putting it in as a plugin, like, you know, 15 years ago or something. Yeah, there are definitely plugins that you can get that help you with that. Yeah, so, for sure. And there are, certain, you know, some themes are better at it than others as well. So I've used that word plugin a few times and I've actually realized I don't know what it is, not properly what, what, what they are mm -hmm. and what they do. So a, a plugin is a piece of functionality or, you know, a, a, a little bit of code that makes it do something that you can just kind of put in the site and it connects up with the WordPress site and makes it do the thing, whether that's sending you messages from a contact form or a bookie or I don't know. An and there's an infinite number of things. So it's, it, it extends the functionality of the software itself. So, so it's, it's literally, it's, um, it's, it's, because that's the funny thing is, it's literally, it's a plugin. So it's, yeah, a, you plug so it in. It's, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> typically a piece of code, computer code, that tells the, the WordPress site to do something or allow access or send something to someone. You know, if it could be another site. Yeah. Be yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's difficult. You know, it's literally the explanation of it is it's a little, it's a piece of code that you plug in that extends the functionality. But that extension, for, I was just going to list a few, and then I thought, is anything that you can think of that you might want yeah. your website to do, you can find a plugin to do it. So, you know, obvious ones are contact forms and things like that, but there's an infinite number of things. Do you find there's much misinformation or myth around WordPress these days? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I I think there there are quite a lot of um, not so much myths or misinformation, but misunderstandings of it. One of them I've already mentioned to you, which is that um, it's like a piece of software that you use. It's not. It's an ecosystem. I think that's one of the main misunderstandings that people have. Another one, which I've also touched on, is that you can just um, have your site built and then it just sits there and you don't have to do anything to it. And you, <laughs> that's that's a very, very common misconception that people have. Um, and, I, and one of the things that feeds that is that the, uh, some systems, the, especially the, the hosted ones like Wix and Squarespace, they've got people in working for the company who are doing all the updates and everything like that. But with a self-hosted WordPress site, you're responsible for that. Yeah. So the software, the people who develop the software are bringing out updated versions, but it's your responsibility to put that in your site, to actually update it in your site. So that is a common misconception. Um, another one is that, it you should be able to i mean that th if i mean on the one hand it is kind of designed for people to be able to build it themselves but so one misconception is that that should yeah well one misconception is that that means that it's going to be simple or that it should be simple yeah. um and one of the you know Websites are hugely complicated things. They can do a massive range of things. They have to be displayed on loads of different devices, different browsers, used by people with different abilities and, and needs. Um, it's so hugely complicated. One of the misconceptions is that it should be like developing a brochure or yeah. a poster or an advert or something because that's how it looks at the front it's, it's how it's sold as well 
Well, it has to be, doesn't it? Because you, you can't sell something to someone saying this is a hugely complicated thing that you are really never going to understand. Even if you <laughs> like the WordPress nurse, Vic Martin, you spend eight, nine, ten years doing it all the time. You are still every single day going to come across something that you think, whoa, it does that. Oh, I have to do that because <laughs> it's just so it's like a big kind of spaghetti um sculpture <laughs> yeah because like i mean i mean that is a good point you wouldn't be able to sell it if, if they sold it like that it's like oh by the way no, of course not. i know you're a genius but you're not going to figure this out so but buy it anyway for 9.99 a month yeah but you're but what you're selling is the front end isn't it it's like you're going to have this amazing marketing tool that you can, when people say, oh, what do you do? You can give them a link and they go there and they see you and they see your stuff and they read your words and they go into your funnel or they join your mailing list or whatever it is that you want them to do. Kind of almost like the shop front of your business. You have um... That's what you're selling to people. Yeah. It is. I mean, because it is, isn't it? It's, it's the virtual shop front. So this is my business. Mm -hmm. This is how you get in touch with me. This is how you find me. It's what we sell. This is how we can help you. Do you have um, a standout kind of customer or website where somebody's come, come to you and then you're just like, oh, wow, that's amazing with a product or an idea or anything? Uh, oh, I don't know. You're putting me on the spot now. But I can't think of one. Is the your variety of customers must be massive. Yeah, it's unlimited, yeah, isn't it? it? Definitely is. It definitely is. Um, I've I've worked with a lot of people in healing professions, and that is quite largely because, especially at the start of my business, I did an awful lot of women's networking. Yeah. So I was coming into contact with a lot of um, he people who were doing various types of healing or therapy. So I've got quite a few of them under my belt. Um, but I'm, I've also, yeah, yeah, a real variety because the thing is when you talk about ideal client for me, it's somebody who, well, I mean, leave, leaving aside the maternity unit for a minute, yeah. all the rest of my departments are centered around people who have already got WordPress sites. So that's, that's kind of the niche. Yeah. It's not, um, therapists who have got wordpress sites or musicians who have got wordpress sites or you know i don't have a, a niche business-wise so yeah yeah a huge variety so well so like you say so leaving the maternity side alone what's what the other three that you have is care clinic and a and e so, yeah so let's start with care first so what what's what's the care so in the care, care home, <laughs> I, um, I will, I have a, I'll, I'll look after the site month by month. So for a small monthly charge, I host it. I do all the updates. Um, I take backups. I, um, fix it if something happens in the updates. I take care of the speed, make sure that it doesn't slow down. Um, I take care of the security and just make sure that it's kind of fully locked down because it is very, uh, is WordPress is attacked a lot by hackers. And that is only because it is so popular. Yeah. It's not because it's easy to, easier to hack into than any other software. That's another misconception about it, actually. Well, because that, that's it, a good you know, point, though, isn't it? Because, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I remember seeing a security analyst talking about this with um, Apple uh, a few years ago, and they said, like, Apple's much more secure. He said, no, Apple has a tiny market. He says, that's why Microsoft always gets hit, because 90% of the world runs on it. And like you say... yeah. WordPress yeah. is probably so there's a massive secure. advantage yeah uh, sorry there's a there's a huge advantage to a hacker to get into a WordPress site because then they've got access to uh, millions of other sites that use that same plugin or whatever however they've got into it so so yeah so, you, so, so I, you I help, sort of help provide the security as well then 
yes, I, I helped to make the site itself as secure as it can be. Okay. Yeah. And that's done on, so the care side of it is 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 a, a monthly retention that effectively takes care of everything. Takes care of everything as far as keeping the site running properly, but not at the adding of the content. No, 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 for sure. This this right. is literally um, the, the the kind of the updates, the service, the security. It, it's like it's it's almost like if you if you lived in an apartment block you're the person in the background that makes sure everyone gets light in heat in the water the toilets and the caretaker yeah yeah <laughs> everything is done yeah. but you won't notice i'm there yeah you won't notice i'm there but if you want to get in touch and say what is going on with this i don't understand how to do this then i do that it's not in my contracts in my actual contracts but i do kind of secretly work as a um a sort of tech advisor for my clients as well you know quite often they'll email me saying i don't understand this email that i've got from do i need this thing <laughs> yeah yeah and what's the clinic so the clinic is um i can do reviews of sites i can do further development on existing websites so if somebody's got a, a a site that i can do visual refreshes i can add functionality i can add pages um and i can also uh give tuition like I could, i'll do a one-to-one -one zoom session or what i've found is actually better for people is i'll do a pack of videos so they'll send me a list of things that they want to know how to do and then i'll go into their site and make them um a pack of 10 videos on how to do those little tasks but you will do the videos i'll make them just a screen recording of me going around saying yeah this is where this is this is how you put this in so a, a pre-recording conversation you and i were having that is perfect social media those screen recordings yeah. <laughs> no matter how many yeah, people you've I, got of them they are the best thing you can put up yeah it's very very niche audio well first of all the way the reason that works for my clients is because i'm doing it in their site yeah yeah it doesn't matter yeah. so that's it doesn't matter what it tells people what, mm. what you're showing people is why um how you know what you know yeah i'm not i just feel like it's not a very sexy subject for tiktok no no <laughs> but you you could upload them onto youtube as as links on from your own website to youtube because what you're demonstrating to people so look if if you look at somebody who builds a stone wall right it's a simple stone wall but if he shows you 200 walls mm -hmm. he's built around the, the cotswolds they all look the same the backgrounds the landscapes the locations are all different but it's still just cement bricks or stones. But what, what mm -hmm. you have is a library, yeah. a library showing his experience, her experience. That, that, that's, you know, a, yeah. a, a, mecha a mechanic, a, a yeah. mechanic who just services cars day in, day out, says, no, I don't do repairs. I just service cars. That's, that's it. Once he's got 10 customers telling everyone, yeah, yeah, I go to him for service and he doesn't do anything else, but he services cars really quickly and efficiently and economically. Oh, everyone's like, oh, well, that's 10 people. Before you know, he's got 100. He's, yeah. What what you say is dull is what somebody else doesn't know is a problem. And they're like, well, who can I go to to do this? And if you've got 20 videos literally talking about the the most boring technical things on WordPress, they're sat there like, this woman's a bloody genius. She's an expert at this. And that's trust. If that's the exact thing that they want, if that's the exact thing that they want, yeah. They, they yeah, don't know what true. they want. They, they've absolutely zero idea what they want. What they want is somebody that can demonstrate a level of expertise. So think of every history program you've ever, want, ever watched. The reason you trust the presenter is because no matter what question they're asked about that subject, they know it. Yeah. And the only reason you think they know it is because you don't. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. They could be saying anything. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, oh, they must be an expert. <laughs> You've got so much content. It's unbelievable. Because anybody that wants a website, yeah, if, but... they don't ha if they don't have a website, you you're literally demonstrating your ability to build that website, why you're good at it, what you know, what you, you know to take care of. Because I don't know to take care of that, but you do. And you know why that's important. So because you know why that's important, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to get involved. What I need is, so if I give you this monthly retainer, everything's taken care of. And you're like, yeah, all right, we're good. Because I've already looked at all your content. I've seen, I've watched some YouTube videos. I've seen some stuff on TikTok. And it's like, yeah, oh, and you're the person yeah. that knows. Yeah, is I I I keep, I've got my eye on TikTok as something that I think I should do. <laughs> should. Well, TikTok could be Facebook. It's the one minute reels. The way the reason they're popular is because I can put the same one minute reel on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. The same reel, and I'll have four different audiences looking at the same clip. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that that's that's it. Some some things do really well. On TikTok, other things do better on Facebook. And you yeah. can like if you if you planned it out, did fifty-two pieces of content, that's one a week. That's that's your content done for a year. And I bet you if we went through your computer, you've easily got ten one minute clips. Or you can put longer yeah. form yeah, tuition. Yeah, you can put longer form you tuition on a YouTube channel, and in that YouTube channel, just always in your description, have your website how people can get hold of you and have that in the about section and you know yeah link yeah the idea of using ones that i've already created that's a great idea it's not it's not extra work yeah. it's just uploading them yeah but the, the sad thing is when i say that's a boring subject i don't mean that i think it's boring i'm no, but, but you'll be amazed you will be it. absolutely amazed <laughs> at who's interested in what you're doing yeah yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you're right about that. Honestly, yeah, I, I don't sure. want to be arrogant or big-headed. I know I'm right. You will be astounded at how interesting that is to people, and how fascinated people are, and the problems that you can solve for people without even realizing, and and the reach that that will give you. The the, you know, whenever I'm looking for something on on YouTube, that there, there's always somebody who's gone to the trouble of doing a screenshot. And, and showing you how to do it step by step by step. And that has fixed so many computer problems for me. And s some of them are no yeah. more two minutes long, three minutes long, because that person knows exactly what they're doing. So it's yeah. it's it's not just your knowledge that people are interested in and, and, and that they want to pay for. It's that that knowledge can do something in five minutes that will take me two days to learn. Mm -hmm. you know i'm going yeah. to learn about mistakes i haven't even know i've made yet that are well off your radar because you know exactly where that point is and exactly what needs to be done and how to navigate there and glide through i am going to be the world's biggest drunken fumbling idiot just trying to solve a problem that i don't even realize i caused mm -hmm. and yeah what you don't mean i'm the walking migraine and you're the solution <laughs> Yeah, you know? and, yeah, and that's what those screenshot videos all do, and 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 what um and how they can help people. Yeah, yeah, I know that's definitely true, and I've watched more than my share of that kind of thing so, when I've so been you trying even to watch them. them. Oh God, I watch them all the time. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, you're right though. I should put some of mine up. <laughs> Honestly, because everybody that is well, it's it's like everything, isn't it? It's the the ability to demonstrate to people this is why i'm good at what i do because mm -hmm. no one questions you, you're good at what you do you are you know you're good at what you do but other people don't because you, you're just you're not telling anyone that you're good at what you do but it's it's why and the one of the greatest things like wordpress one of the greatest things it did for writers is i don't need a publisher now i can just put my stuff on screen and Put yeah. up a website and anybody anywhere in the world who's got access to the internet can see what I'm writing about, what I'm thinking about. 
and and it exploded everything. I mean, it started. I think it started. I could be wrong, but it started things like the Huffington Post and and you know, and j- independent journalism on a whole new level. You know, then then there was the hobbyist writers, people like me, who were just write, randomly writing our thoughts. You know, and yeah, yeah. And ev- ev- for a while, it, everybody it was exploded. On it. I mean that that whole thing. Not I mean not so much not specifically WordPress, but the internet in general yeah. has completely exploded our view of what knowledge is and who can put it out there in good and bad ways. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. There's the pros and cons to everything, um, but in terms of tutorials and expertise, you you are at a very distinguished level, and you not only that but when you start breaking down if you looked at it from a customer service point and we'll do this when we talk next we'll do this one mm-hmm. literally we'll come up with 20 things that customers trip over on what are those 20 pain points all right and i bet you you can find a screenshot or a solution to all of them yeah yeah no customers. doubt that's 20 pieces of yeah. content and within that 20 pieces of content there's probably another five pieces of content related to one and before you know it, you'll have five years worth of videos and just, just put one, two out a week, just, you know, YouTube, or anything. And you could just link it to your own website, YouTube tutorials and stuff like that. And, and you'll be amazed at what happens and actually just talking about the latest uh, WordPress updates, what they are, why, what's important, what do people need to know and, and why is it happening? You know, because there's, there's so many things you and I have discussed. And I just lost, do you know what I mean? All of these things that you just take for granted and I'm asking for simple explanations because I don't even understand them anymore. Yeah, and that, uh, I mean, that that is a bit of a problem with my profession, really. I remember I had, I had a networking meeting with some, I was so embarrassed. I had a networking meeting with someone and she said, so what do you do? And I went and I went on, for about 10 minutes going on about WordPress and how long you can blah, blah, blah. And at the end she said, okay, so just to confirm, we're talking about websites here, are we? And then, and that was when I suddenly realized, oh, not everybody even knows what WordPress is and why would they? Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, it, 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 simply you solve people's website problems. Yeah. I, I missed a bit of that. I don't know whether it's my connection. I said, I said simply put, you, you solve people's website problems. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. And, but, yeah. And, it's, and I it's, fix their broken. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's, you know, like we, we were discussing earlier at the moment uh, about the hospital theme. But when people, you know, like the amount of times I've been to A&E for stitches over the years is, is ridiculous amount of times. And, but I just take it for granted that the nurse knows what she's doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. I don't question how many years training she's had, how many stitches she's put in, you know, wh- where the needles are or anything. I just assume she knows exactly what she's doing. And that's yeah, the you same do, as, Yeah. Then if it went, if the, if she put the stitches in wrong, then you would be. I probably have enough that, knowledge of stitches to know she's done things. it wrong. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, but. You know, when you look at uh, the general sort of medicine nurses, their range of knowledge of what they have to... You, we turn up for A&E with a 1,001 different complaints every day, and we expect that nurse to know what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. And, it, that all, and it all comes with experience, and they're still not going to know in a lot that's of cases, you. are they? But that's you for WordPress. Yeah, exactly. That's why the idea is a genius one. <laughs> it's, it's the best, the best one I've seen. It was it's absolutely fantastic, and that that's the thing. If you look at it from that social media point of view, there are so many pain points that people um, are yet to discover. Things that there are people that will be relatively good on WordPress that you can help with tutorials, and it it makes you become the person that people go to. And the mm-hmm. more do you, um, yeah. I don't know if it's the same thing, but do you have backlinks for WordPress and things like that to other websites and stuff? On, on the site? 
yeah no i don't have i don't have loads of links going out no because one of the no. things um i don't know how i honestly don't know how it works for word uh for um wordpress or anything like that but there's just if you've got lots of links on you know your website to tutorials on youtube and stuff that helps you in the google algorithm and in the chrome algorithm yeah as long as they're really as long as they're good quality ones you have to yeah. be careful with that but oh, yeah. yeah yeah but but do you know I mean yeah. just but just people looking at your website or people going from youtube to you and you back to youtube and stuff like that it, it just it keeps you it'll keep you high in the youtube search engine every time somebody's got a wordpress problem mm -hmm. yeah yeah be like, oh well Vic, Vic is the WordPress nurse, so she's the one we go to. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do something on it. We'll do something on it. So, just just quickly to to round up, finish off. This is the most random question you'll probably ever get, and it's absolutely nothing to <laughs> I do. Bet with... It isn't, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's been successful so far, but it's nothing to do with WordPress. I want you, okay, in your imagination, because there's no rules to this. If you could be in any place. Any time, anywhere in history, where would you be? What would you be driving? And what music would you be listening to? Okay, I think that I would be in the future. Nice. I'd be several hundred years in the future. I would be driving um, some kind of airship, personal airship that's like a bubble yeah that that just kind of floats along magically missing everyone else's bubbles um and i would be listening to some oh there's so many things that i might be listening to it's very difficult to pick one out what would i be listening to um some real 1970s disco something oh, yeah, like so. um I'd be dancing to um, something like Disco Inferno by the Tramps. Nice. I'm, I'm liking that. I'm liking that a lot. <laughs> that, that's been brilliant. Thank you very much. I really do appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, David.